0: Hey, listeners, before we get into today's podcast, I want to thank today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from each week there's something for everyone to enjoy all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure delicious and simplicity and i was just over there on their website checking out uh what they have to offer and i'm telling you it's making me super hungry we have a prosciutto wrapped chicken which i'm such a sucker for prosciutto uh chicken over garlic palm, which looks delicious and even a beef tenderloin and brown butter veggies There's a lot to choose from over there. It looks fantastic. And today they're offering our listeners a discount. You can go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. All right, welcome back, inebriates. Uh, I am back on Zoom again. Uh, we've been doing a few in-person uh meetups, but I think we're gonna stick with Zoom because we get to talk to cool people we wouldn't normally get to talk to, and today's no exception. We have uh David McQueen uh from Big D and the Kids Table on the show today. What's up, man?
1: Yes, hello, hello. How are you?
0: So I have to pass along a message because mm. I was just um recording with a, a guest not 15 minutes ago and i'm like oh, i gotta run i have another interview and they're like oh who are you interviewing i'm like oh you know dave from uh big d and the kids He was like oh, i love them he's like tell him i said hi i'm like do you know him he's like no <laughs> so uh adam from...
1: so yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah um so adam from ticket custom sneakers says hello
1: oh yeah cool and yeah. How, what was his what was his rap just about he, he uh and...
0: yeah he like customizes sneakers and it's like i i thought it was just gonna be like slap some paint on but he's like customizing die cutting laser cutting you know it's pretty pretty wow. legit stuff yeah so well, if your sneaker uh, head sne- i believe is what they call him <laughs> sorry what was that
1: well i yeah i, I might steal his info from you and 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 hit them up (laughs) oh sure yeah (laughs) so um big d is
0: from you know the boston area boston has like a huge music scene um always i feel like it always has how is it Hmm. post covid i mean are things coming back i know on the south shore here they're starting to come back we have some venues that are, are playing concerts but some are still doing them only outside
1: uh, post COVID right now is it's, it's still just confusion. You know, you'll, you'll have a, you'll see a bunch of friends kind of play some show in South Boston and, and, but then in Boston, they aren't really like, it's all just regional and some venues are doing it and some aren't. And it, for, for big D and, um, the Doped Up Dolly Dope so far, we have other than our show this October, Mm -hmm. We don't. We can't seem to understand if anything is happening, really. You know, like like some shows are happening, but it's kind of like, it's not the norm, and so it's still just wishy washy. As my answer is wishy washy, it it is wishy washy. (laughs) You know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. There's a there's a good local uh, venue here um, in Pembroke called Soundcheck Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great, and they're doing shows outside, which is really nice. I like it. Um, Yeah. But then like my son went and saw a kiss, you know, it's like
1: it, right. It's right it's
0: weird, you know.
1: It's always the middle class that get effed, you know. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've
1: got some small renegade shows happening and then the big ones, but then everybody in the middle's going, what are we supposed to do?
0: Yeah. Do I sell tickets? Do I not do I have to give them back? What's going on?
1: Yeah. Exactly. And I know I know that I know that studio Andrew there. He's a good good guy. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super good guy yeah yeah and uh, they just put in a um recording studio there now too
1: that's what i heard we hope to yeah. work with andrew I mean, we were gonna do a live um those live things um but then lockdown ended and so we were like oh we don't have to do one of those live things um,
0: oh like, like the live stream
1: yeah 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 because we didn't you know so we at one point we were like, so should we do one? Cause we thought maybe our bo- our Halloween Boston show wasn't going to happen. So we were preparing. Yeah. Um, but then we found out we could do it. So we were like, Oh, and so Andrew might just come and sh- shoot it rather yeah. than stream it.
0: Yeah. They're doing some cool stuff there. Um, yeah, we did a few live streams here in Plymouth, uh, back like January, February for, you know, local musicians who couldn't play the bar scene. Yeah. And, uh, it got to the point where we ran through some people and then we had people like reaching out and they've been like, Oh, can we do it? Can we do it? And I'm like, it's going away, man. Like, I don't, I don't think you want to like, you're going to be giving up a paid gig just to live stream. Yeah.
1: As I, as I've not done it yet. Um, you know, I've done like in the nineties, those kind of like cable access shows, you know, yeah. I know they're different, but they're not too different. Um, Cause you know, you're, there's no audience mm-hmm. um, other than the lens, but yeah, I, 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 I wonder about them, you know, like just the performance of it. Cause yeah. for me, I, I could find it um, a little, a little, uh, not what it's, I, I don't know if I, I don't know. I've never done it. If there's it's, no crowd there, I feel weird.
0: Yeah, it's definitely weird. And so we kind of diffused some of that where yeah. like I'd be on mic and I'd be interacting with the musicians to like ha- so they'd have some response and I'd be able to like read comments and mm-hmm. requests and you know shout outs from people and right. So the- all the musicians like oh it's really cool because it didn't feel like I was just playing to a camera at least you were there to talk with
1: And you know. I could see for my okay so like I play drum. I play drums before a singer and still do that's like my principal instrument if you will so mm-hmm. if I was playing drums for a band I think it would be it'd be no big deal. It'd be awesome. I'd just be paying attention to what I was doing and yada, yada, yada. Um, And, but as a singer, like for big D, we kind of have these wild kind of boisterous shows. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I I don't know where (laughs) that energy would like come from without it. Except uh, I, I could see us like doing more of a, you watch us rehearse, not like, not like write us. I mean, actually we could write a song and people watch, but like at a rehearsal I could see, cause I love rehearsals. I love being with the guys and, and playing like, that's my main thing. I just like equal to, if not more than a live show, I like practice and playing the songs with the guys. It's just real fun. Um, so I could see people being a fly on the wall to that. Um, but turning and facing the camera and being like, really really excited i would have to have that excitement come from somewhere and so because i have never done it i wouldn't i wouldn't want to fake
0: uh uh,
1: excitement you know what i mean so then
0: it just looks like a music video
1: yeah and those are those are tough to do sometimes yeah you know know, you're like do it again you're like again So you said you
0: really like rehearsals. Is it, is it that you get to kind of tweak and, and work on the music that you really like?
1: I think like, that's because that was my safe haven from the beginning of like since I was 14 or whatever. You know, um, yeah. I kind of have that mentality of we well, first. I'll, first, I'll say the whole coming together with your friends and creating songs, I I find so so magical and amazing like i'm i'm more of a person that the music that you play is what your soul sounds like you know okay, what i mean sure so it's like when you come together with a couple of different people a couple of different souls that's what you sound like together i love mm-hmm. that idea you know like when aaron mark and todd and chris uh members of my old band drexel come together we sound like this together okay and when the big guys come together we sound like this together and i love that do you know what i mean um So I love rehearsal, and and, and it it also probably comes from the moment I first kind of sang into a mic, plugged a microphone in, you know, like, for a band practice, and hearing it through the PA with the guitar. Like, the fact that that moment was such a brand in my memory that it's always been... It's like your first ice cream. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can have ice cream after that. Sometimes that first, like holy shit what is this you know what i mean it, it, you know it sticks with you so it's i've always very fond of it and i don't have in me any sort of like i don't want to come off too preachy but i don't have any sort of i want people to like the music be a fan of the music or if you will follow the band like I'm a, li- I'm a listener and I mm-hmm. like bands, you know, I, yeah. I, like, I love and listen to bands, but I don't have any expectations or understanding uh, of someone doing that in the reverse. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it just doesn't click. Um, that's why I've never been a singer and no, no to entertaining singers, you know, it's, it's just, you know, what I don't put on my pizza. Um, you know, like people who go, you know, do this and do that and do this and do that to the crowd. Like I would never, I, I've tried it. I can't do it. Like I don't want to tell them to do things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So for, so for me, a live show is, is really more like you can watch us play if you'd like to. Okay, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's this is, this is me and my buddies. This is what we sound like together. And if, and if you like it, you're allowed to stay in the room. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to. It's awesome. Uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's funny. You're like, welcome the, to sit. Uh, the,
0: the, the way that you were talking about it, I had this happen recently where we got um, some feedback from one of our podcasts, kind of like through extended channels, like someone had heard it and the person on it, they'd gone to school together and you know, lost ah, connection. Yeah. They reconnected and blah, blah, blah. And I heard you on this podcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And they're like, yeah, well, you know people listen. And I'm like, I know numbers are on the computer screen that tell me people are supposed to be listening, but to actually hear someone respond is so bizarre.
1: Oh, yeah. Like like if like, um, you were a radio DJ and you could, you could have Collins. Yeah. Collins, yeah, that'd be fun.
0: Yeah, that'd be... I don't know how we'd do that on a podcast, but we'd have to be live. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah,
1: it's,
0: it's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, so you guys have a, a album coming out yes And was this a covid album was this pre-covid
1: I, it was pre-covid but i think the quality of, of the horns um went up so much because of lockdown you know obviously lockdown was you know tough and hard and there was terrible things going on you know i, I recognize that but you know when you're young and you all kind of live on the same block or or yeah. you're all roommates there's that whole like do you just want to go in the basement and play and everyone's like yeah you know but then when you get a little older and you live in different apartments and stuff it's it's kind of more it turns into that like so do we practice on thursdays at seven after work when we're tired you know what yeah. i mean like okay
0: oh, I, I can't do thursday yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. schedule more than yeah. yeah and then and then who's psyched after work you know be creative now yeah you, know I mean? you spend most of your time just trying to remember what you did last week so so you know uh well, So with with us, we had already recorded the bass, drums, vocals, in organ. Scratch vocals, I think. Or I think it was some of the regular vocals. Um, bass, drums, guitar, vocals, organ. And we hadn't done, we recorded the horns yet. Um, but just kind of like um, Pirates of the Caribbean with, um, what's his name? Johnny Depp. I don't yes. know if you saw the scene where he walks off the boat and then when he steps on the dock. The boat sinks, like the last step. It's, it's oh, right. just kind of like. It's sinking. And then you, that was kind of us with lockdown. We were on tour with real big fish and keep flying. And Sunday was the last show and we got home and Monday was lockdown.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: It was so crazy. We got home, you put your bag down and you're like, oh, we just made it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so that made it so everybody got lonely, of course. And so the horns and the band just started zooming a whole bunch and doing the old thing, like talking about music just hanging out having fun um so it created that nice you know high school middle school kind of just a bunch of bunch of dudes hanging out and so i think by doing that the horns the horn parts got better so i think you know it's nice for me it's nice to turn the world off for a while i mean i think america i mean i think america is getting really difficult um to keep up i mean oh sure It's. I think the demands and the prices of things are so high up that it's we're we're being run pretty rough these days. And so I thought it was wonderful to turn things off. (laughs) So I was. I I was okay
0: for about a week, but I'm not a sit at home kind of person. So then I started going real stir crazy.
1: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I'm one of those people that's like I I can always think of something to do. do. You know what I mean? Let's let's. Let's paint the house. Let's paint the windows. Let's paint the car. <laughs> Let's paint, you know, like, <laughs> like so so it was fun. It was <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um so are you guys planning to like tour to support this? I know that's even kind of like weird now cuz I mean like I'm not even sure if California's open and
1: like. Yeah. So we we kind of like sketched out to leave home booking Stormy there who are super awesome. Um was our booking people um two runs like in April and May. And Mm -hmm. so we didn't fully route it, but we told them like, Hey, can we, can we go up fun? And we haven't really heard much about it. Like, because of the whole Delta variant thing. um, You know, who who knows? I I don't really have much to say other than we're trying. Um, But they said a really interesting thing um, where they go, which is, this is so crazy where it might become a political thing. Like, if you want a tour, you got to go to red states. If blue states aren't doing it, do you know what oh, I mean? That's
0: so weird.
1: Isn't that a weird idea? Yeah. Like, so you would ju- your your routing would just be red states.
0: Huh? Yeah.
1: Unless unless a blue state had a thing. Right. You know what I mean? Twenty twenty
0: two could be a huge year for country music. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and scott reggae die (laughs) again yeah
0: yeah it's been i feel like scott's really kind of and i don't know if this is just my friend groups on facebook who've really are posting about scott a lot now um is that is that kind of across the board I,
1: i believe what what the pattern people have noticed is when times get really tough right when they get like unbearable i think ska becomes um a welcomed genre again because people need need it you know what i mean like um you know ska was big you know back in the the specials time there was a lot of unrest going on there and then um ska got popular in the 90s after grunge i think people were a little sick of of the darkness Yeah, Uh, and and god knows i mean the last you know get you know a bunch of years in this country it's been pretty disappointing and so um i think people just need it but you know i always make the joke that people don't listen to ska but then they take like a week or two off of their work to get on a plane and spend a huge amount of money to go somewhere else where they only play ska <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then they come home and they go oh jesus i needed that They're like. <laughs> You're like, you can do it at home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny. And that's, I've always told people, I'm like, one of the reasons why I love living in Plymouth is it, it kind of feels like I'm on vacation all the time. Yes, yeah. Cause if I want to, I can, you know, walk two blocks and go down by the waterfront and, and, you know, there's, there's places down there that play, you know, reggae music and then they have a Caribbean feel and you're right in the water mm-hmm. and, you know, and then you just go back to work and.
1: Well, the, the one family that I came across once that I thought was doing it right. I was like, I was pretty young, but I was like, wow, you guys are doing it right. And I was in Jamaica and it was like a, s- a snorkeling place. And it was just kind of like, you know, off the beaten path. Like you're going through the woods as if you're going to like the Hobbit land, you know? And, yeah. and suddenly there's this opening and this, I think this is the breakdown. It was like, um let's see here it's like grandma signs you in and gets and does the the pay pay for the things Mm -hmm. or or let me start over grandfather does that uh grandma is playing with the children while the father takes you out and the mother is doing something else like it was just like this family thing that they all got to be together on the beach in beautiful ocean they have a business. Their house is there. It's functioning. I, was, I just remember seeing that and being like, "Wow, you guys got a good good thing going here." You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. a good process of living your life. I don't know why I told you that, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a podcast. There's no reason
1: going somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. So do you do you ever feel like that music gets to be too much like work? Then, like, are are you searching for that? kind of proverbial beach
1: um i think i think i've i've kind of found outside of music i've kind of found it for myself as um want not wanting too many things like mm-hmm. i don't i'm not the kind of person who buys like adult toys you know what yep. i mean like i i don't spend money i only prepare for the man you know getting me again you know what I mean like I'm just yeah. trying to like survive like so I live you know my wife and I cleaned up uh, an old cabin um, literally cabin like if you stop the floor it'd be like don't don't stop the floor again uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like you could not take that it was like yeah. my grand great in the 1920s my great-grandfather bought a pound of coffee for 55 cents and it came with a plot of land it, they were trying to advertise the coffee by being like there's so much land here
0: <laughs> you like, get land with your coffee well, you crazy. buy five a
1: pound, a pound of coffee. Yeah. Um, so he bought one and there's just this little shack. And so like with music, you know, with going on tour, you, you can't really have, you don't really write that many rent checks or if you're smart, you don't write many rent checks because it's silly. You know yeah. I mean? Throwing your money away. And again, America's getting so hard that, you know, my wife and I just looked at that cabin and just got our home Depot Etsy on and, um, you know, fixed it up. And I do believe that family was kind of like the inspiration of, you know, we don't need much. We don't need to get into the system. We don't, you know, like we can survive and live a happy life with with this. Um, work Music doesn't really become work for me. Like the writing of music doesn't really become, and I'm going like work, work. Like right, yeah. everything, everything's work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like rewriting and writing. It, but it's play, but uh, it doesn't really become work for me until like, let's say you're on tour and you're just, you're just going hard on tour. Um, Cause you know, you don't get weekends, you never get yeah. to, you know. so if, you, if the tour is really stacked, but it's, it's, it's the love of the work, but it's more just like, you get to put a lot of effort into it. So mm-hmm. using the word work as effort, you know, like bust your ass. yeah you have to put effort into your fun yeah 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 Yeah. it's never work like I gotta get the the PC reports to Bob by three yeah yeah
0: it's funny you're talking about that like feeling of not needing things or adult toys and and whatnot and I'm like oh my divorce did that I'm like I didn't need that half of my stuff anyways oh (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: a good way to purge
0: yeah yeah I didn't want that that's fine
1: oh yeah but you got to like, you know, we all know we have to let go of things, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I make a joke, but I, I'm kind of serious. It made me less materialistic because I'm like, that's not the important stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's more about like the experiences, like who you meet, where you go, you know, what show did you see? You mm-hmm. know, what museum did you go to? The stuff doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, my basement flooded um, because of this wacky not hurricane we got two days ago. And I realized I'm like, ah, oh, a bunch of stuff I got to throw away. And I'm like, okay, big deal. Yeah, you know,
1: I know what you mean. well, some, some neighbors like Americans, um, are kind of setting themselves up, um, for kind of stressful lives. Like, don't get me wrong. If you, if you want a jet ski and a four wheeler and a, and a houseboat, and if you want to have things, you know, then have them. I, you know, I just personally don't need them. So I don't get them, but if you need them, get them. But then sometimes people are just working so hard just to pay, pay off their credit cards for their toys, and it's like I don't I don't know if, I don't know about that uh, equation. You know? It is
0: like I, I know people like that, and they'll have a boat or whatever, or a kayak, and I'll be like, "Well, when was the last time you went out on it?" And They'd be like, yeah. "Oh, I barely yeah. used it this season." i will be like, "Yeah, because you're working all the time to pay. For you're working it. all the time, yeah."
1: yeah. So I I, I really. I really try to not, I try to save my free time from working as much as I can.
0: Do you yeah. have anything that you do buy that's kind of frivolous for yourself? So I'm a huge nerd, so mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for D and D stuff, right, yeah. you know? So right. I'll, I'll buy it even though if I'm not using it, cause I'm just like, I just like it and I'm a sucker for it. Like, do you have mm-hmm. that kind of like collection or, or like, the oh, one thing you, do, you kind of
1: i would say i would say my main jams yeah um, um i would just say, like literally music is 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 ever m- my interests you know what i mean like mm-hmm. um and all encompassingly like merch and you know rehearsals and you know you know making the music so that's my main thing but other than that i like to like i like to do the classic like old guy Cutting, like building a clubhouse for the kid paint the barn um, build a rock wall yeah i like to do grounds work okay yeah you know what i mean i, I was a big john i am a big john steinbeck book fan and so mm-hmm. all those stories are like man versus odds man trying to build it build his life you know what yeah. I mean? and my dad was like that my grandfather was like that so just you know like fixing just being outside and getting your hands dirty and creating something it's, a, it's more about create like when you're done there's something and that's why i yeah. like music and never really took to sports because like when you were done with the season that it was just gone there there was nothing there wasn't like a a beautiful thing to look at you know um so i, I think i i think i in a scary way, just don't have that many interests, but don't get me wrong. I did. I was a D and D character, uh, fan myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Santos was my ca- character. Santos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I got that name,
0: yeah. but
1: you know, I, I do want to uh, mention one thing about something you said. Sure. You said you were a nerd about, um, D and D. Do you know, yeah. I have a little theory of nerds and dorks that I would. Oh, like.
0: okay i'm very intrigued
1: yes see i believe what you were referring in my in my in my vocabulary yeah that you're a dork about it i believe dorks are the and i am i consider myself a dork uh for but forever throughout my life um because we're passionate about things you Mm -hmm. know you dork out about it um hurting no one confident you know like has friends like that like, all are nice to each other, but nerds, okay. can be, they can be mean. Nerds can be as mean as the jock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you want to you play um, 1980s roles. So, so, nerds can be a little bit of bastards. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, but dorks are the way.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But you're, you're very true. And, and like, I, I remember, uh, like, way back in the day, I used to have a comic book shop. And this was the time when at a comic book convention, if you saw three girls, <laughs> you were like, holy crap. There was a ton of girls there. I know what you mean. <laughs> and now that it's just like so commonplace. And now like the the nerds are like gatekeeping, you know, they're like, oh, yeah. you know, well, you're not a real fan. because
1: Yeah. Nerds are always questioning you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and trying to it's it, yeah and it's they're they're being the stereotypical jock you know yeah. in their own way yeah so and and, and,
1: and it's and you know what what I've found in the music scene just to kind of bring it back to the music scene a little bit um which people have to be worried not worry some but careful about is you know some people are mean in high school right mm-hmm. and and then when they're done with high like, let's just we'll say like the eighties jock or something yeah uh, and popular girl. But then they realize they're being a bit of a a jerk and then they change their ways. You know, they get married and they're quite lovely people, right? But you got to be, you got to watch out for the late bloomers and you got to watch out for being a late blooming dickhead where (laughs) you've been a nerd your whole life, right? Yeah. But then you go into music and people start to like you and your music a little bit. And then you get a little quote unquote power. Yeah. And then you become the dick but you don't get to have the transfer into a better person and you just stay a dick your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Because sure. you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. you're like, my whole life was hard. Now I'm, now I'm cool. And now you're just an asshole to everybody. Yeah. So you do gotta you, watch that nerds and dorks.
0: Do, you, become your enemy. do you feel that um, musicians tend to start off kind of in that, that dork camp or nerd camp? Cause I, in my experience, in the experience, yeah. it was very much that way, you know, it was kind of like, uh, I'm going to learn to play guitar because I can't catch the yeah. football.
1: Well, I have a, th- exactly. I have a theory about that. Um, and that's, that was my upbringing too, but come pro tools. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think a different brain of person could enter the music industry. Like, like back in the day, you had to be very proficient at your instrument. And when you went into a recording studio that was recording with tape, yeah. this was kind of the, the, the mantra you'd hear all the time. Like person under the headphones, they'd be like, shut up. I know. I know how it goes. Just do it again. I got it. I know. Just do it. I got it. Just do it again. That's what you'd, you'd hear, yeah. you do. You hear. Now with technology and it, and it getting the finished product is a different uh, there's a different way of getting the finished product. You hear this more. Is that good enough? Can you put it together? Is that good enough? Can you fix it? Can oh, that's me?
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So a different, a different brain person is now the musician. Yeah. Because of the technology. Um, so I do think there are different players in the industry now.
0: It, it, it's really, it makes me think of like, um, how there's a huge boom in photography
1: yep, because yeah. everybody
0: can take a photo and crop it and resize it. And there's no expense to it. You know, I can use a free software and, and there's no film expense. And it, it the, so the bar of entry is so much lower.
1: Yeah. Filters replaced um, your mastery of lighting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, just so all the people out there, we're not saying it's wrong. We're just saying it's different. Right. You know, just, just different people.
0: We're not saying it's wrong, but plenty yeah. of people do.
1: <laughs> well, 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 sure, sure. But, yeah. you know, it's like when you can't stop it, what well, can might as well just smile, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh,
0: I was at an open studios. And so I was kind of like poking around all these studios. And mm-hmm. there was one that was really interesting. It was a model shop
2: mm-hmm. and they
0: built scale models of boats and planes for like museums. Mm-hmm. And so like start asking questions because I have a problem where I just I'll interview everybody. Sure. And uh, they started talking and someone said, oh, but blah, blah, blah. You know, this is this is a 3D printed such and such. And so like immediately I picked up on a go all right, so who, which one of you guys hates 3d printing and which one of you loves it? And one guy's just like, it's not model building, you know, exactly what you would expect. I'm like, I knew it as soon as it was a new technology, you know, the old guy's going to hate it. And the one yeah. guy's going to embrace it.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. That's funny. You do that. Cause whenever I find out someone has a job that I've never really heard about, like, you know, even, even if it's like, um i work on an aircraft carrier that's one of the ones yeah i was like i always go straight to the okay what's the worst thing you hate because they (laughs) they lighten they lighten up so much they go oh my god when people rather than tell me about what you do because because usually they're usually like well you know i just kind of nobody likes to talk about work right but everybody loves to vent
0: (laughs) and it's (laughs) always like it's fascinating it, it, you know you start to to meet a lot of people and then you start to ask those questions like what do you do and uh, i got some really weird like answers like i knew a sea lion trainer and wow that's crazy i knew a guy who cut up bodies that were donated to science and wow. it, like it it's so it's such a commodity that like if you are doing something with kidneys okay you only get the kidney and like his job was to kind of like piece out yeah. i'm like you're a professional serial killer he's like yeah basically
1: <laughs> yeah oy, 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 oy. yeah
0: you know? so i could it's... not
1: i couldn't do that I, oh, could only...
0: I don't think i could
1: like i in situations like that i could do it if it, if it was like you know there was this where it had to happen and nobody wanted to do it i mean yeah i'm the person who will step up and be like well i freaking do it right yeah. but if i had a choice i would. <laughs> so then,
0: like that's like, that's like your job like every day you like punch in and be like well Back to the grindstone.
1: Yeah, uh, that's got to yeah. desensitize you.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like, weirdly, he's a huge horror movie fan. I'm like, that's not surprising. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: when you guys are writing music, like, what's your process like? It's a, it's a, you know, typically you think of a band of like four or five guys. Yeah. But a larger band than that. Is it more complicated? Like, like how do you kind of go about it?
1: Well, we have a very... Um anybody can write a song always in big d it's everybody can anybody can write a song because you know if i think if you're a i'll I'll say it pretty brashly if you're a real musician yeah who who isn't just your end game isn't um the industry and 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 getting big like you're not catering your songs for mass appeal but Mm -hmm. you're more uh trying to write interesting things to make each other go oh that was interesting you know what i mean if you're writing to each other and just trying to be creative rather than successful you, you know that's a that's a different menu you know yeah. that's a there's different things involved so we've all we've always been like yeah write a song we want to hear what you sound like what you know like well then ooh, can i do this to it so it was it's always a fun process like that we we never ever want anyone to write the whole song that's not yeah. that's that's, that's, I don't know, that there's time and a place for something like that somewhere else. Um, so the process is usually just uh, uh, the band going, all right, you know, the, it's time. Um, but me specifically, it, it can be, you know, a so- I could write a song just because I think um, a title is funny. Okay. Um, like there, we have a new song called Metal in the Microwave. Yeah. And, and I just wanted to write a song called Metal in the Microwave. You know what I mean? And, and it's already starting to write itself in my head just by having the title. Yeah. You know I mean? and, and, and the process was just like, you know, Metal in the Microwave. Wow, I love that. I love that title. Kind of reminds me of something the Dead Milkman would write, just the oh, title. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, the Dead Milkmen are awesome. And then for some reason I went, oh, you know what? In Revenge of the Nerds 2, the old movie, like the, the nerds get together and play a show. And I'm like, yeah. I could see, even though the song, it doesn't sound anything like the song they played. I was like, I could see Revenge of the Nerds 2 writing that little microwave, right? so <laughs> it's starting to write itself. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the, there'll be like a fun experience that happened, like Big D on the road would play this game called Dead Bottle, which is basically in the Masquerade in Atlanta, they would have like a, a hole in the drywall, like over there, if you can see me. Yeah. And you're back, you're finished with your beer, you just try to huck it in the little hole. Yeah, And and if it got through, it would fall down and shatter. And that's, that's the fun game. So sometimes, you know, you're like, I want to write a song. I want to write a song about that because it gives me fond memories and kind of makes me laugh. And yeah, it's a positive memory. Mm -hmm. So it it comes from everywhere, you know, Um, you know, I mean, yeah.
0: So you're, as you're talking, you're, and you're talking about working with everyone else, it kind of made me, think back to like when we started this podcast five years Mm -hmm. ago now and it made me realize how much I say certain words and like weird Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know speech ticks and like you try to work on them and then new words pop in and uh, yeah but do you ever like when you're writing it you're like oh god that chord progression again man like don't use that port like are 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 there like those musical ticks? I
1: uh I don't I don't think so. Uh, I Well, I do like the franticness of going up the neck, like, nah, 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 nah. like uh, you know, so yeah. I, I think it'll be something I throw in for, like, emotion or tension. Um, but I, I don't know, if, like, if you, you know, not you personally, but if one knows Big D, they know we, we don't write the same song very often. You know, some bands, you know, and, and it's a different it's a different cuisine, you know, mm-hmm. the, the album is like one song. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I love stuff like that. Like Andrew W.K.'s first record, Party Hard, It's just one big, awesome jam. You know what I mean? And, and I love it for that. Do You know what I mean? But Big D, we just, we just can't do that. Even if we wanted to do that, our creative what-ifs won't allow it. Yeah. Um, so musically, I'll say this. Sometimes when you write lyrics, it's much easier to come from a negative place than a positive place. So mm-hmm. when I'm starting to write a song about something, I could write a line that's like pretty positive and pretty cool. But then as I'm going down, for some reason, it will it will get more like you know what fucking else? And you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, you know what else? No, I don't really appreciate. And so sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, Dave, oh, Dave, this song is called Happy Happy," and you're
0: <laughs> you know, a like sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so sometimes I have to backtrack and go. Can you say it differently without just like point blank complaining? Yeah, it, it, that's that's a really interesting
0: thing, because I, I think of a lot of music as, you know, uh, broken heart love songs yeah. and, and that kind of thing. It, it, do, do you have trouble writing? Positively when you're not in a good mood, or do you then kind of just be like, no, I'm going to write my my cheesy ballad or.
1: I think I think life. <laughs> it's kind of like what the Hulk said in, in the Avengers movie recently. He's like, well, how do you do it? He goes, the trick is I'm always mad. <laughs> but uh, what I mean, what I mean is like, I think life is, is is pretty, it's pretty hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's always some, some strife going on. Like there's always something that you could be bummed about all the time. You know what, yeah. what I mean? If it's not to the kids in the cage is still at the border. If, if that's not even enough, you know what, right. what I mean? Um, Like, so I think, um, I do think it's much easier to, in my opinion, to write negative songs and heartbreak songs than it is to be positive because I think that's like almost the human condition. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the Matrix, and they were like, We made a perfect world and you rejected it. Yeah, you didn't Uh, like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah, I, I think, um, I think it is a challenge to. Not like a hard challenge, but like, it's like reaching for sugar instead of a vegetable. It's so easy to reach for the negative than it is for the positive. But it's you have it's, to- it's
0: like that same thing that you said about, you know, music being work. It's not work, but you have to put effort in it. You know, yeah. you to be happy, sometimes you have to make an effort to be happy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I'm building this clubhouse. It's, it's a clubhouse. It's supposed to be like the funnest thing in the world, but sometimes you cut the board wrong and you go, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, so So yeah, I, mean, I I do look I do look at some songs, though I, this is kind of going on a little bit of a left left hook, but I do think big D and songs that I like, um, I've never been really attracted t- t- to singers who are moaning about something, because mm-hmm. I just I just don't that's not why I'm putting music in. Yeah you know what I mean? Um, like you know the i like the beastie boys quite a lot and the beastie boys aren't ever like you know like i lost my job and my girl broke up with me <laughs> you know and if they yeah. were i probably wouldn't be you know doing that because cuz i go to music to take me away from things um don't get me wrong some people need to hear the example so they can understand their own emotions and 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 in and, and, and kind of work through the process of pain through music yeah i just don't need that i need more like okay, my dog died. And that really sucks. I don't want to listen to a song about my dog dying. You know what I mean? Like I want to now, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go there.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: want to, I want to be whisked away for three minutes. Yeah. Um, but kind of going what you were saying with the process kind of jumping, but big D also, I like, and big D writes, I call it Tabasco sauce or or um, whatever hot. I mean, some people don't like Frank's yeah. hot sauce. I believe we write hot sauce music. Um, and, and you have the choice of writing sugar music, like everyone loves sugar, and everyone's yeah. gonna eat sugar and devour it and love it. But hot sauce like, you don't usually like it at first and you go no no, no, no no no. And then you try it a little bit more and then you try it a little bit more and a little small. and then eventually you, you like can't eat certain foods without it. right. And you get very committed to it. So I can have like, like
0: thirty bottles in your
1: fridge, and yeah. yeah. So I've always kind of looked at the music I like and the music that you know we write as as hot sauce. Like it's not for everybody, but if you if you get a taste for it, then you you just fucking love it.
0: You know. Yeah. It's really. It's a really interesting. I like that. That's a, a really good way of looking at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Master of Puppets from Metallica is one of my one of my favorite records, and I I had to like inch my way to it when i was little i remember the first time here and going like that is scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or the last song i thought was scary and went no and then like went in the other room and went yes was uh die Woods. Uh, i think you freaky and i like you a lot. oh
0: yeah 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 they're, they're I, uh, great but they were definitely like a band that yeah it, it's an acquired taste like the first yeah. time you see them you're like what Am I looking at, like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, did not, you know, it's in those bands, those moments, those art, artful moments, artistic moments, change your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I did not know people were doing that.
0: (laughs) I I didn't know that was a thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you
1: guys.
0: (laughs) So what are you listening to right now that you would recommend that's maybe kind of off the beaten track?
1: Oh, okay. Um, other than like work-related things, like yeah. I'm learning a rancid song from one of those like um, a bunch of bands get together and sing a song. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And um, uh, Big D's doing a cover and the Dope of Dollies are getting their first single together. I don't know why I'm... So I'm going to answer very truthfully. So okay. so other than like music things that I have to like learn the lyrics, analyze the thing. So obviously that's not what you're asking. but um, So other than that, um my wife just got me a boom box that like yeah like so i got all my old tapes out so uh currently i'm listening to all my old cassettes and um they consist of beastie boys cassettes and like the the ones of the like the b-sides that like not just the regular albums but the punk ones that like were hard to find and like Mm -hmm. um fishbone cassette um yeah iron maiden cassettes in like early rap like um you know, Curtis Blow and you know the, the Grandmaster Flash and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's a lot of the old cassettes and heavy metal, heavy metal and rap.
0: That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's you just made me think uh I, I work part-time at uh, the craft beer seller and they just got in an Iron Maiden beer.
1: The trooper or a new trooper. One? Yeah, the yeah. trooper, yeah. Put one aside for me.
0: Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but uh yeah, it's good. It's
1: better. like a it's like um it's kind of like it's like a red ale, it's almost like Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Cool.
0: So uh where can our listeners go to hear the new album and when is the release date, which I don't have Um, for me.
1: So let's see, the new album, like the singles are out for New Day and Too Much.
0: Okay.
1: And they're on YouTube and I and Spotify. Um, and then the new record comes out, which is called Do Your Art on October twenty second. Okay. And uh word on the street is that Side One Dummy, the record label just got the vinyl and the cds manufactured and i think i might have one in the mail soon Ooh, that's exciting so that's the whole the whole goal of like writing a record sometimes is to you know, hold it yeah you know and it's and it, it's become such a journey and it's so funny when you finally hold it you go okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, okay yeah. that's
1: done yeah yeah i i usually carry it around with me no joke like up, like around with me um for like two weeks and then yeah. i put it up somewhere and i go okay okay we did it
0: you know that's done now i gotta go build that clubhouse
1: yeah exactly <laughs> or, or the worst is like now we gotta write another record and you're like yeah. right when you get the record you're like what if, what if what if we had done this though you know the, <laughs> the obsession continues yeah it, and uh, it is it is an addiction i would say that i am i would have like my wife and, and people say no you're you're addicted to to writing music and i used, i always would be like no that is just that is not true like i i can stop anytime like literally i i can i don't i don't care right yeah and it's not true i think i can finally accept it that it's like an an addiction
0: but see that's one of the things that like this whole podcast came about because i said to uh the editor i'm like i want to do an art podcast and he goes arts visual that's stupid and i'm like uh let me get back to you yeah and yeah. <laughs> then I was uh watching a uh, I'm not even sure what it was from. I saw it on YouTube, but it was uh Jerry Seinfeld, louis C k, Chris Rock, and Ricky Gervais talking about like how they wrote jokes and why you know Seinfeld worked dirty and and louis c k didn't and and it rang so true and I'm like, oh no, no, it's not. It's not art. It's the creative mindset. And it's like, yeah, is that kind of, is it an addiction or is it a compulsion? Like, you know, it's it's not, it's not that you're addicted. It's almost like you can't not do it. Like I can't not create something.
1: It's a definite, you can't not do it. Yeah. But, but that goes in kind of with the message with the new record, Do Your Art. And the the record's called that because I personally cannot illustrate or paint. Like Mm -hmm. I've really, it sounds like a joke, but I really did plateau at like fourth grade. Like <laughs> everything looks the same. Yeah. Um, and uh, but people around me are so out, so outstanding being in music. You're around a lot of artists mm-hmm. and I truly look at it as like X-Men, super comic book powers. Do you know what I mean? Cause only yeah. specific, like mutant powers. I, re- I mean, my wife can draw you you or me, our face to the point where it looks like you took a photo, you know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. And and I kind of, again, not, uh, people don't realize if you're a millennial or, or Gen Z, you don't realize how different America is. You know, like it's just so different than it was. Sure, and yeah. I start seeing so many um, guitar players, painters, illustrators, hang up their talent hat, you know, and just go, you, you know, one they go like life's too hard i don't have time for it mm-hmm. right um but the worst is they kind of have this aura of i wasn't good enough yeah you know what i mean and i'm trying to go out there and and, and say to people to do your art like every class warfare is in every single job like career path yeah. and um f- kids with fortunate parents have those parents be just really rich or they work for Sony, or they're a, a big musician artist themselves, those kids are going to get it first, no sure. matter what. Yeah. No matter what. It's, and I, I kind of say it like a Bruca assault in Charlie and Chakra Factory. If, if Bruca goes, Daddy, Mommy, I want to be a rock star, then it's going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? And so I don't want these artists to ever walk away from their talents because they think they weren't good enough right you know you know what i mean and, and then them hold that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, let's say let's say they just didn't want to do it professionally anymore that's fine but still did it at home and still thought positively about themselves that at least do that so your kids your kids know you do it and your kids right. can see it and um and you don't have to be number 1 you know what i mean and last quick thing about it is like the whole america thing of being number 1 is is so is such a path off the cliff because none of those people really look that happy anyway. They're all freaking out and being ridiculous. Um, But what I'm getting at is like, that'd be like in comic book world, you know, Batman's doing a good job because he's filthy rich. Right. So he can make anything. And Superman just kind of was born that way. and Born into it. Yeah, Yeah. Born into it. Right. And so, and so what if like Wolverine and havoc and dazzler and storm, all these people in Deadpool were just like, you know what? I'm just, who cares? They got it. You know? I mean, I only fight crime a little bit, you know, I only just do this and this, you know, nobody cares about my talents. We'd be like, no dude, keep yeah. going. I love reading your story and seeing. They're, you your- they're fighting Galactus. I just stopped
0: a bank robbery.
1: Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> exactly it. Like, yeah. like I'm not on that huge, massive tour that's going around. I just paid the cafe in my local place. I kind of suck. You don't suck. The, the, the system's rigged. The, the cards are stacked against you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just keep doing your art and, and just realize that the end that the beginning and end of your story is you're fucking talented.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. And it's we one of the things I told you earlier that we do is we do beer mug paintings at breweries nice. and it's just a fun night. You know, we bring in all the supplies and people paint their, their their beer mugs and and we always get those people be like oh don't look at mine or don't take a picture of mine mine sucks yeah and i'd be like but you're missing the point it's not about what it looks did you have fun yeah totally. you know and they're like well yeah and i'm like there you, that's that's it man there you go
1: and if you don't like the way it looks you just keep drinking beer out of it until you do <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah. i think yeah and so as someone who isn't and i'm so happy i'm so happy i don't have artistic abilities because you know like with music if you're a musician you kind of like it kind of it can ruin some music for you Mm -hmm. yeah you know because your your brain's working and i've
0: gone out to listen with to bands with musicians and like oh they're flat i'm like shut up i know yeah
1: (laughs) i often have to listen to music without lyrics you know just instrumentals or uh the vocalist has to be in speaking a different language i don't know or like has to be dead or older than me. Like you can't <laughs> listen to like some person complain about something that's like younger. I'm like, dude, just wait. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my musical lawn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you broke up with that girl. Whatever. You were like 22. You're, you're going to meet another girl. I'm like yeah, next year, yeah. you know? <laughs> All, right. All right, man.
0: Well, so I want to say this is an absolute pleasure. Um, oh, Absolutely a lot of fun. Uh, You're welcome back anytime. And we wish you the best of luck with the new album. And uh, we want our listeners to go out and check it out because it's rough times and this is happy music. So
1: I think if you're a big D fan, um, this, uh, this could be your favorite record. I know that's like saying a lot, but I think if you like the band already, I think this is the one. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks
0: again. And I want to say thank you to our listeners and we'll catch you guys again next
1: week. See you.
0: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can find us on all social medias at inebriart or on Instagram at anebriart 6 You can email us at AnibriArt at yahoo.com. And make sure you listen to the other podcasts on the inebriart podcast network, including Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, Retro Redoctopus, America's Hometown Horror Podcast, and our newest one, Theme Park Legends, a podcast about working at theme parks. What else? And we'll catch you again next
2: time.